Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the Elite City Podcast. Uh, breaking news. It's about the media. It's going to be fun. So, without further ado, we have special guest Paul. I uh, forget how many times he's been on the show, but you know him. Yeah. Six, 16 times now. 16, I, the uh, 16th. Yes. It's, it's wrestling. You can just make up a number and say right. that's the thing. And it's a, it's a, it's a work. Yeah. There you this go. Is yeah. a worked, it's a worked podcast, not That's a true right. podcast. Who would do something? Let me tell you thing. something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, who who wants to start? Because we all have something to say. So we're just getting right into it. By the way, too. Yeah, um, we're gonna. We, we've been wanting to do this for a while. And yes. last week we were like very positive with our like predictions for AEW yes. in the future. And now we're gonna be less positive. Because very, very less positive. Because it's about. I don't want to start because I feel like I'm going to monopolize the conversation anyway. So I feel like someone else should start. Okay. Well, I'll start because I, I I'm going to start with a question for everybody, <clears throat> and it's I'm going to shit all over WWE right right off the bat. Uh, do you think that purposely the wrestling media ended up the way that it did because WWE owned everything and the internet was so young that they were like, okay, we can 1000% control how this is going to go about since they were the only game in town. Do you think that's why it ended up so bad? Like it is today. I mean, that being the only game in town definitely didn't help. Right. But do you think they purposefully were like, Hey, let's make it. So it's all about us. Like it's going to be our way or no way. Like it's not, the, no ethics, no this, no that, no journalist, no journalism. It's going to be a stupid wrestling thing. It's going to be just dumb, basically. I think, I think it's that no one, no real media, like no real journalists or no real like reporters or news agencies want to associate with wrestling. So they just don't. Uh, yeah, I mean. You don't, you I, don't get like you have like, you know, I don't know, CNN or something has like an entertainment reporter and a sports report. They like, no, no that's has, true. They don't cover wrestling because they don't want to. Makes sense. I don't know. I just, I, in my humble opinion, I just have a feeling that it was them. <laughs> no, I have nothing to back that up. I just, my, my, you, they're, you, you they're blaming awful. WWE for everything is yes. me blaming the Young Bucks and Chris Jericho for everything. Well, I mean, come on. We all know how idiotic it is over there and when the internet was so new i mean you can kind of mold it to your own little you know i don't know this is my theory so my thinking about this is like right at some point there was like wrestling journalism it was just people going around and reporting on what matt occurred and the results of those matches and like right. reporting things like in, from K, from a kayfabe standpoint but so jo- josh do you mean like like from the time the wwe sort of basically took over yeah like wrestling monopoly yeah like, like now things have gotten really completely out of hand in terms of yeah like that's okay. that's what I was trying to like once they had control of everything they might they said basically hey we might as well control that too. That was kind of my thought process. It's just going to be like one big corporate machine now and anything that we can have our thumb in and anything that we can have a little bit of control over we're going to. 
and I, it just seems the way that it's run there. So I mean, that's they why definitely work. They definitely work through the media. Like the stuff that you get from them is on purpose. Like they're, they, for they sure. promote themselves through their own purpose. But that, I mean, that's true for a lot of things. That's not just mm-hmm. wrestling media. True. But wrestling media is especially bad. Super bad. And any it like to the point where it's it's almost like you can compare it to when a like if a serious movie get it like has a funny line in it. Like it just doesn't fit. Wrestling media just doesn't fit. <laughs> it, it, it's just <laughs> It's just bad. <laughs> I mean, I was I was thinking about this, and I mean, all media is worse now than it was, right? True. There's there's, there's clickbait, mm-hmm. and there's Twitter feeds, and there's random right. fake news blogs. Like it's all it's all worse than it was in the past. Right. Um, but wrestling's worse. Like, and I think <laughs> I think it's because wrestling's like a it's like a it's still like a car, deep down it's a carny industry. It's, it is. It's filled mm-hmm. with like, like if you were covering any other any other news. Like we're we're all hockey fans. If you're a hockey right. reporter, and you know William Nylander's contract is expiring at the end of the season with the Leafs, you're good. Like the reporters are going to get William Nylander's side of the story. They're going to get the Leafs side of the story. They might get some other teams. They might get other play. But like all those people will tell their version of the news, but True. none of them are like trying to work the reporter, right? Like True. William Nylander is not going to say I'm signing with Detroit and then come out and sign with the Leafs, like to swerve everyone, right? Like that's True. not that's not going to happen in any other industry but in wrestling like that definitely is like they're gonna lie and say that they're injured and out for six months when really they're working True. and i think that's unique mm-hmm. to wrestling i don't think anyone else does that 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 is unique to wrestling and the other thing that is unique to wrestling that it's it's respected like if if you run um well rick you used to work for the pens blog it was a small pittsburgh penguins blog you guys still followed even though you weren't media per se, you still followed like the ethics of a real media company. You didn't just like, yeah, you would throw your opinion in, but you know, if you heard some dude on the street saying, yeah, it's, it's time for so-and-so to go, you would be like breaking news. The, there, so-and-so's on the trading block. Like, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but with I mean, wrestling, that's, that's a huge problem with it. Like there's no, right. For wrestling, there's no standard and there's no like, a lot of these guys, a lot of even the biggest of wrestling media, like the, the Dave Belzers, they're not working for anyone other than themselves. Right? He started his Correct. own newsletter and did his own thing, and like he's decides what he wants to do for himself. Like with with most other media, right? You know, like oh, this guy's telling the truth because he's a reporter for CNN or the New York Times or whoever, right? Like he's, right. he's a real journalist, and if that guy is constantly wrong and constantly lies like CNN will not want him on their show anymore on their channel anymore. But Dave Meltzer doesn't have that. He can right. just, he runs his own thing. He can say whatever he wants and there's no standard and there's no one tracking to be like, Oh, he was actually wrong. 80% of the time last year. Like no one does that. He just says, and does whatever he wants. That would be an interesting stat to seriously track everything <laughs> that they reported for one year and literally see how awful or how good it is seriously i mean it's well doesn't doesn't cage sides cage sides cage side seats do that like every week like they're like yeah they do do like a rumor roundup of stuff that happened oh okay and but then but then but that's as far as it goes it's never Meltzer said this in march 
and it was proven to be completely false. It's I like, think the well, biggest problem know, with it is is they never report anything, right? Meltzer doesn't say. Yeah. I, I <laughs> think Jay too. White. I'm not even. He doesn't say. I think he doesn't say Jay White is going to sign with WWE, and then you can point back to that when he mm. signs with AEW and say, "Hey, he was wrong." Right. He says, "Oh, there's a general feeling backstage <laughs> from a lot of people." Mm-hmm that are thinking that there's a really good likelihood of Jay White <laughs> signing with WWE. And then he doesn't. And he goes, hey, I didn't say that he would. I just said some people backstage thought that he might possibly, potentially, yeah. at some point. Like, And see, that's where me as a fan would like to know who you were talking to and why you continue to talk to them it, it, on a serious level. Like, okay, well, they gave you false information. Out them. Say, hey. This is their name. This is what they told me. I don't know why they lied to me, but put them on the block. It makes you look better. Yeah, I don't think they care about that. They just care about what you talked about. Yeah. Well, again, that's half the battle, too. As long as people are saying your name, that's, you know, I forget the analogy, but, you know, or any publicity is good publicity. So I guess as long as people are talking and using Meltzer's name, that's all he cares about. So I guess as far as branding thing, it makes sense. I think it's like what Rick's just said, like, you know, part of it is there is no integrity. There is no ethics in wrestling journalism, right? And I was thinking, too, like with sports journalism or any other kind of journalism, if if you have a source, you credit the source. You won't necessarily name the source, but you'll say my sources have said this. And there is a gamemanship too like even if william nylander is like well you know i I gotta take it one day at a time and like there's there's the performative aspect of the interview that athletes and politicians do i think there's another element here that i think me people are really terrible at understanding that an answer or reporting is partly performative like this the thing where someone might say, um, well, Joe Biden didn't say this. And so people will react on social media of, well, Joe Biden clearly doesn't feel this way. But if you're wise to the game, right, you know, know that a politician isn't going to say like, yeah, we should bomb Canada. Right. Well, some politicians might say that. But, <laughs> right. you know, like they're going to say like something, they're saying something publicly that isn't actually reflective what they're actually thinking or what they're doing and then you have like wrestling journalism which is so locked into the con and performance of wrestling itself and then we the fans are i don't know like they're treating something that's not real as real in the same way that people (laughs) that makes any sense like the people that don't understand a politician can't come out and say like yeah screw mississippi right Uh, uh, you know, but like right. at the same time, well, we have concerns about what's happening in Mississippi. Right. And it's like this perfect storm of people being swindled, but also not realizing they're being marks in a very different fashion. It's like the realism of wrestling that they're not getting. It's not real, if that makes any sense. And I think that mo- the wrestlers are more likely to just obviously lie as far as i could tell like when we're talking about Mm -hmm. athletes like you a a player on a team might say oh i love playing in x city it's the greatest city and the greatest fans and i've had a wonderful time here and then they'll sign with someone else next week like that's right right that's because he's not going to say oh yes that team sucked i hate it i'm going to where more money is like he's not going to say that Mm -hmm. but a wrestling 
like a wrestler or someone backstage is not only going to say, oh, I love WWE. I never go anywhere else and then sign with AEW, but they're going to purposely talk about how good WWE is extra to swerve you into being surprised when they show up in AEW, right? Like they're, they're, they're trying to lie as opposed to just trying to hold back the truth. And like, we also, we can't forget that there's literally only two teams in town, you know, it's not like a whole league, like, you know, so it's like, Oh, if you're on AEW's roster, of course you like them because if not, they're going to fire you, then you're going to have a bad reputation and the other place isn't going to hire you, you know? So with unless you're CM Punk, but he's not there to make friends, only to make money. <laughs> Sorry, well, I said that with more passion than him. Well, the CM Punk thing is like a really good, like this recent thing with him going to not not like the last two years of insanity with CM Punk, like the the, the <laughs> right. recent him going to to WWE. Right. It's a good like case study for how bad wrestling journalism actually is, and how quickly mm-hmm. they are to like pretend that no, no, they never they never said that, and they said this all along. Like when he returned. <laughs> And and I don't know if you either of you saw his return at Survivor Series. Like Seth you. Rollins was on the ramp, like he was on the ramp. Seth Rollins was at near the ring, like screaming at him. And the media report, like Sean Ross Sapp and all them, reported that as like, oh, Seth Rollins was outraged that CM Punk was back. And people were like, no, he's just he's he's on TV. He's pretending, right? But they yeah. reported that as like, exactly. oh, that's real. Like he's actually upset that mm-hmm. CM Punk came back, as if somehow CM Punk would come back, he would have no idea. And he would be so upset about it that he would have to just scream on live television. Like, or, or was it Sean Ross Sapp too? That was like backtracking faster than a backtracking machine. I had, I had <laughs> yeah, that. no, no one's ever backtracked that fast. He was just like, no, yeah, no one's not like... coming. And then, which is like, Oh, he fell for the whole, Oh, he signed his contract. Like when he walked into the building that day, they were, negotiating down to the hour and then like Meltzer reported that like oh no he's been trying to get a WWE contract for like six months or something right like it Mm -hmm. that he was signed like they they had a t-shirt ready for him yes yeah for the show and Mm -hmm. Sean Rostock was still like no one else in the company knew other than Triple H I'm like really no one else in the company knew (laughs) you had a shirt prepared (laughs) you played his theme song he had an entrance video (laughs) Right. You didn't you didn't fade to black after the show. Like somewhat all of these people knew, like clearly. And Sean Rossap was still trying to cover his himself to be like, oh, nobody knew. Not a single person. No, nobody told you. It's not mm-hmm. that nobody knew. It's that he didn't know. Mm-hmm. And see that that goes back to like the internet and just clickbait stuff. Because that's all they want. It it doesn't matter what they're saying it just matters that you're a subscriber or a patreon or whatever uh and that's all that matters to them at the end of the month as long as your check clears they don't care right Mm -hmm. so like there's that aspect of it too like should the people that are paying be more critical like hey look i'm giving you money and First off, I don't know why people continue to give them money because their daily reports are on the internet about nine seconds after they're posted (laughs) and people give them $10 a month for that. So (laughs) that's, that's beyond me, but whatever, like, you know, if I'm giving someone money and over and over and over again, you're just giving me smoke and mirrors or being, you know, giving me double speech and vague talk. Like I'm going to take my money back because I'm not learning anything (laughs) like, yeah. 
it's definitely 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 the audience the wrestling audience is a part of the problem yeah because mm-hmm. i mean like i mean we're not a monetized podcast or anything but if people were giving us ten dollars a month to for me to just sit here and talk for a couple hours like i ain't gonna complain like <laughs> you know like so yeah until the people were like look either give me uh, you know a little bit more of journalistic integrity or it a admit when you're wrong or b like hey i was given some false information sorry next time i'll try to do better like at least be a little don't like you know a uh, little srs don't backtrack until you look like a fool again because <laughs> yeah. i mean there's only so much you can do like it's just oh it's it's so frustrating Okay. It, it definitely is, Oops. and I mean, with the uh, what's up? The problem is, is not only do they have like websites and Twitter feeds, like there, there's no, like we've said, there's no like New York Times or whatever of wrestling journalism that you can right. go to as the trusted source. But also, they're not just public. Like Dave Meltzer isn't just publishing a, a newsletter or a, a blog post. Sean Vassap isn't just doing like a daily news update on his website. They're also like tweeting all the time, but then they also right. all of them have like podcasts and live streams and whatever that they're they're just trying to fill time, right? They have an hour long live stream after Raw, an hour long live stream after Dynamite. Like they have to do something on their shows. So then you get stuff like the stuff recently that happened with talking about Sasha Banks, Mercedes, where Sean Vassap was just like, "Oh, I have a feeling that um, she's more likely to sign with WWE today than she was in August." Okay, it's possible. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay. Maybe, yeah. yeah, you have a feeling that okay, it's perfectly leg- legitimate. But then every other website and every other Twitter feed and every other person publishes Sean Rossap says that Sasha Banks right. is more likely to come back to WWE. And then there's no report to source. Like usually you can say, you know, CNN says right, right. and someone will link to the the link on CNN's website that said this or the tweet that said this specific thing. Mm-hmm. But like Sean Rassap's thing is just a comment he made in the middle of like an hour long live stream. So there's no source to link to. So everyone else who just reads it as Sean Rassap says, eventually that becomes Sean Rassap reported and he never reported anything. Right. And that comes down to, again, blogs and vlogs and uh, podcasts our size doing that <laughs> you know like right. it it rolls downhill and if it if like we're not responsible because strong ross dave Meltzer, they have names in that industry in the industry so if you attach their name to a sentence all of a sudden you're it, it has clout so yeah like it, you need people need to be careful on how they report on a report too and, if also, that like, makes sense. Once in a while, Sean Ross mm-hmm. will tweet, like, where someone says, Fightful says, you know, WWE is going to be disbanded, disbanded and, you know, right. taken apart. He'll he'll retweet that with, like, no, we didn't say that. Okay, <laughs> that's good. He, he should do that. Right. But when there's a million reports saying, Sean Ross says Mercedes is co- signing with WWE, he yeah. doesn't, like, come out and refute that, right? right? He doesn't, he never says, no, I never reported that, which he should, because... Technically, if there were standards in journalism, they would be making him look bad. Yeah, but like, like, like if a bunch of people were saying, you know, CNN says this, CNN would be like, no, we didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Right. 
but he doesn't do that and Meltzer doesn't do that they just like they're just happy that people are talking about them uh, yeah it, it, oh, it's so frustrating <laughs> it's like i'm so like 84 million thoughts just want to come out at once <laughs> well, it, like rick messaged me this today that and i don't know if you're gonna we're gonna talk about this but this seems like a good example of it yeah like there's a report from was it was it from Meltzer about negativity at AD, AEW? Yeah, it was like Meltzer and Brian Alvarez have like a podcast or a, a yeah. live stream or something. They were talking on that. Yeah, and it's it's something, it started with like someone got fired that was based out of Nashville that was editing right. AEW programming. <laughs> and allegedly, according to Meltzer, there's, you know, negativity behind the scenes. That people feel like the product's going in a different direction. And... and and Rick's point was like, this is exactly the sort of thing that is a nothing burger in terms of a, a story per se, right? And yeah, but it's going to like start the cycle again of people like, reading between the lines and misreporting and misretweeting and misrepresenting what the original story is, and it's it's aggravating. And it makes me want to rip my hair out. <laughs> you're, you're right when you talk about a cycle, because remember when when Punk was still in AEW and after a mm -hmm. show, he said that thing about like the Hangman Page Adam action figure not selling well or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then suddenly Sean Ross Sapp and uh, Meltzer had all of these stories about, oh, yeah, here's five other times that in the last month that Punk did something that nobody liked. Like, well, if you knew that, why did you not? Why did you all wait until right now to... <laughs> To say, mm -hmm. oh yeah, there's been several other issues. Like if you either you knew that those issues existed and didn't say anything about it because you, for whatever reason, thought it wasn't worth talking about, or when Punk said that and there was some heat on him for that, you had a bunch of wrestlers running to you going, oh yeah, also there was a bunch of other problems. And then you're not reporting as much as you're just like retweeting people's grievances, essentially, right? Like you're not, that's not news necessarily. That's just like, oh yeah, by the way, he didn't say hi to me backstage too like i'm mad about that there are none <laughs> of those like why are you if you didn't think it was worthwhile to share until it became a thing why are you sharing it now is what i'm getting to well it's it's like it's like it's like rumor mongering right it's like and they've been rumor mongering it's like like somebody says something about somebody you don't like and you're like oh yeah by the way five years ago we went out to dinner and they didn't <laughs> you know and it's, it, it's so ludicrous right and why are you sitting on this information? Yeah. Because it's it's the cycle. It has the cycle has to be keep, keep getting fed. And you know, like every listen, I'm not defending CM Punk per se, but like it seemed like everybody he could have like said something so banal and somebody would be like, Oh yeah, exactly the time in Ring of Honor in 2006, he said the exact same thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't like again. I'm not defending his how he reacted or acted or you know attacked mm -hmm. anybody or obviously, right. But the the pile on that came from media and sources like if that happened to anyone like to any any athlete like it happens. I, I'm I'm in Toronto and the the Leafs. <laughs> I was get, just gonna say <laughs> the Leafs get piled on constantly <laughs> for everything all the time. Like Toronto media is horrible for the for for sports media. Um, so like the Leafs don't do well and suddenly they're like, oh yeah, this guy also didn't, I, I saw he didn't go to practice. And also he's, I think he got in an argument with his teammates and like, they, they pile on like that. When that kind of stuff happens, players don't want to play here because they're like, I don't right. want to like 
go out mm-hmm. to dinner and order fries and then have it be on the front page of some website <laughs> that like I'm eating fries. Like, like hypothetically, hypothetically, someone who likes hot dogs. I was just going to yes. say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. If someone say liked hot dogs and then, you know, what? <laughs> I don't want to go in depth with that story because it's not related, but we know where Phil Kessel lived when he lived in Toronto. It's mm-hmm. relatively common knowledge. And we know where the arena is, obviously. Where he apparently walked every day to get hot dogs was like a 25-minute walk. If he was walking 25 minutes <laughs> to get a hot dog and then walking 25 minutes back to the arena, right. that's fine. Right. Go ahead. No problem. Right. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have cared if he walked 27 steps to get hot dogs. If he kept producing <laughs> the numbers that he was producing, I, there's nothing to complain about. So, I mean, this stuff does exist in other media yeah like you'll, you'll find like a player gets traded off a team boston media is notorious for this like a player mm-hmm. gets traded off the team and suddenly you get a bunch of boston reporters being like oh yeah he never got along with his teammates backstage like if you knew that <laughs> before why did you wait until he got traded mm-hmm. to to say that publicly so like it happens everywhere i just think all the ills of that exist in all media they're amplified so much in wrestling media yeah all it, of it, uh, everyone yeah it's mm-hmm. it, the, the the thing that irks me the, the the most with this whole situation is like it, just like companies, there's basically I mean, we keep saying the same names over and over again for a reason, because there's only like three people. But my, my my question to you guys, because I don't necessarily follow them per se. Does Busted Open have a better reputation I'm not sure. I don't know if they actually report or anything or if they just talk about stuff. Oh, okay. See, I like I said, enough, I, I don't know enough about them to know. Same here, but I just had that. Uh, is there anyone like, do you, is there anyone who has like any outlet or person or who has a pretty good reputation in wrestling media? Uh, uh, I mean, you can say what you want about him, but I mean, the Cornet podcast does well. That's not necessarily, I guess you can consider that media, but as far as news. In terms of like, yeah, in terms of news, like like news. in terms of reporting, is there anyone who's actually good? Like, uh, uh, Sean Ross Sapp did try, I think at the beginning, at least, I think he did try mm-hmm. to be media. Like he would, he would not report something unless two sources told it to him. Like he said that publicly before and he okay. wouldn't, and he wouldn't, you know, share private conversations unless they were told to be on the record or whatever. But then I think the quest for attention and subscriptions just gets to you. Right. Just like, Oh, I could just make <laughs> stuff up and it's easier. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think on like wrestling media and I can't like, well, I don't know if he still does it, but Sean Ross app has in his bio, not a journalist as if that makes it okay to just not have standards. <laughs> yeah. It drives me nuts. <laughs> Like, I mean, me and you talked about it before, Rick. Uh, Paul, did you ever read Scoops back in the day? Like, yes. yes. <laughs> Scoops was pretty legit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he I was. Do feel, I do feel like wrestling media in like the late 90s, early 2000s was probably better. Yeah. Because, I mean, that guy, didn't he work for the, I don't know if he worked for the New York Times, but he worked for like a New York newspaper. Uh, I think his name was Al Isaacs. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I do, I do, I do recall something. I don't remember exactly. What I want but... to say he worked for the. I, I'm now you're like, man, this is like a repressed memory, right? Wow. 
I was it in, maybe it was New York Post. I, I, it was one of them. Yeah. But he but had yeah, like legit credential. Yes. Yes. I, I want to say is the post and i'm i'm happy to be proven wrong but like but yeah like there's this period where yeah late 90s like wrestling journalism is a bit better and it's had moved away from just like uh Meltzer doing like the dirt sheets and there was an attempt to kind of cover something yeah that, like was really in the cultural zeitgeist and then that was like the halcyon days of the internet too right so right well at that time wrestling was like it was so big that like legitimate news was covered like when i say legitimate news i mean like legitimate entertainment news but still legitimate news like entertainment weekly or whoever Mm -hmm. variety was like rolling stone like they would cover wrestling because it was just so popular but they were at least had some sort of standards versus what we have today but were they really like reporting news or just like events like if the rock would be on the red carpet for the grand i think it was more events it was more of like it wasn't like oh this guy's signing with this right. company okay or, okay or this people are mad at whoever backstage it was more like this is what's happening this is what's coming up or maybe like an interview with stone cold or something but it wasn't mm. like yeah it wasn't it wasn't the rumor mongering stuff we hear today but that's another thing i want s- go ahead it was still separate from like being too ingained, ingrained in the business itself, right? Yeah. Like it was like we'll have Stone Cold on. I think it was generally more like a, an entertainment pop culture acceptance of wrestling than too. True. But and now it's there still exists that, but I think it's mm, way more. I, I don't know, sanitized or something. I, I can't put my finger on what the difference is exactly, but. And maybe that goes back to your point, Josh. Like now, the WWE, WWE, I can't talk today, <laughs> has the monopoly. Like they've kind of like porched the entire wrestling journalism industry to like make it like have to spin off into like we have to deal with rumor and rumor mongering because we're not. One thing that Jim Cornette said recently on one of his podcasts was like, of course, the punk thing was a surprise because the WWE doesn't release the stuff to Meltzer that other people do and they can keep it keep that information hidden and throw like deflections to if anyone is talking to them it's like yeah oh yeah we're not hiring him and they publish it like they have they Uh can work the system because they know they're desperate for any information whatsoever to give this appearance of legitimacy and I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of truth to that. That I feel like it must be so easy as a wrestler or especially a wrestling company to work the wrestling media. Because mm-hmm. you're right. You kind of just tell them anything. Right. And they, they just want to hear it. Like they just, they want to report something. Like they have a daily newsletter or a daily blog post or a daily plot podcast or whatever to put out. And they need something in it. So if you can tell them, oh, I think you know, we're going to have 18 pay-per-views this year instead of 12, they'll publish that. And then you don't actually have to have 18. You could just still have 12 mm-hmm. and it won't really matter. Like, and that's like a banal example of how easily I'm sure you could work them if you really wanted to. And like, 
I mean, as we said at the very, very beginning, like it, and until there is a standard, why wouldn't you work them? Because if you can control your company's narrative to the end of time, do it. (laughs) It's like, I I think it was, uh, I can't remember who it was in AEW, but it could have been Sting. Like the network got mad because it was kept a secret until like moments before they came out. Like I I get that you would want to advertise that, but at the same time, you, you you can't keep everything for you. I mean there's some things that it, are better kept from people and yeah it, like I, I do think that's that was the, the the birth of the Tony Khan big announcement though because they <laughs> want to be they want to be able to re- to promote oh something's happening on on dynamite pay attention watch this week but they don't they still want it to be a surprise yeah like uh, oh, it's so weird like <laughs> but again that doesn't happen with anything else like any other tv show right like they don't if there's if it's a reality show again i don't know modern reality shows but i know like survivor say right and they you know something shocking is going to happen on survivor you might say something shocking is going to happen on survivor tonight watch it watch but it. you don't mm-hmm. but you don't say oh yeah tim gets kicked off make sure you <laughs> make sure you watch that show like right. no you don't do that because you're wrecking the show right so why does wrestling do it again because it's i it's like i don't know it's like an odd teenager trying to fit in like it doesn't know where it belongs but it's trying everything (laughs) well one thing that that i really that was kind of eye-opening not eye-opening but kind of obviously showed how how bad wrestling media is is when all the Vince McMahon stuff came out, the sexual harassment stuff mm-hmm. and the lawsuits and the, all that. Like that wasn't the wrestling media that right that at that all. That was entertainment. That was like the Wall someone? Street Journal. And Wall the, Street like, Journal. Yeah. That was like legitimate news agencies. And then every no, then Meltzer and Sean Ross have jumped on to be like, oh yeah, I heard this blah blah blah. If someone <laughs> said this backstage, but like you clearly maybe your sources are you know random workers in the company, but you don't do journalism because if you had done actual journalism you would be the ones breaking this news not actual journalists well yeah and like they don't they don't what i'm saying is they don't report they don't do investigative reporting they don't like look into things they just hear from one of the 10 guys they know in the company that something happened and then they just repeat that and Mm -hmm. the and the sad part is those 10 guys that they know in the company, whenever real journalists come, they spill their guts to them because they respect those journalists. And they know if it's Meltzer or Sean Rossap, they could be like, oh, yeah, Freddy Krueger's coming tonight. OK, yeah they, yeah, they know they can work them. <laughs> right. So it's like, again, it's like, oh, well, that guy's he's he's a legit journalist. So I have to be like, you know, I have to be I can't be in character. <laughs> it, I, I mean, it, it is a weird wrestling thing that exists that taints the media because Mm -hmm. when you see cm punk talking about wrestling it might be in character it might not be in character it might be half in character it might be half real right Right. you don't know when it's cm punk and when it's phil brooks and you don't know what he's necessarily but like if you hear any actor talking about the new movie that they're in they're not in character right yeah they're they're 
they're being themselves and they're like, oh yeah, this scene was difficult to film and I worked with this coworker and they were really nice. Like they, they're not pretending that the movie is their life or the right. TV show is their, but like wrestlers are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, oh, wow, I never thought of it that way. So See, that's that... like, that's like an innate issue with reporting wrestling then because they're, it's, they're in kayfabe half the time. True. Well, on that note, I'll bring this up. I've asked Rick this before, Paul, so I'll ask you. Sure. Whenever uh, wrestling wanted to transform itself from wrestling to quote-unquote sports entertainment, do you think that was the wrong branding and they should have just called it performance art? Because then it would have been respected as like, oh, they're performance artists. They're not sports entertainers. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, in hindsight, that makes sense to me. Right. That's how I defend my interest in this is like it's it's performance art and it's a level of performance art that mm, maybe performative art might be a better word. But like it because of what Rick just said, like you don't know what's real and what's stage. And this is different than, you know. Hey, here's Dwayne Johnson appearing in this new movie. Hey, Dwayne, how was your weekend? Versus here's The Rock in air quotes, right? Like, right. you know, and it's such a fascinating element to me. And, and of course, like they don't do it. They, like, I've never really believed so much of like it has to be kayfabe. You know, like I think kayfabe works on some level, but I think people have always known it's performance art. I don't think that's anything new. I don't think people are that stupid. (laughs) But I forget who it was. I think it might have been Shawn Michaels or someone who said, as soon as you see an Irish whip, you know, it's not real. Because why is he bouncing off the ropes and running back to you? Right. Like, yeah, obviously. So, yeah, yeah, it takes a lot to believe that this anyone ever really thought this was real. But I think I think there's a point like in the, the kayfabe era of selling it as you know, this is legit, even though people knew it wasn't legit, I think tarnishes it and never really, like, it never really sh- shake the carny, the carny aspect of it. And, and maybe with the sports entertainment, I mean, it, it, and it, it promotes the entertainment aspect of wrestling, but makes it even more ludicrous. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and less believable and less serious. And I think that, I think the problem with that really has been, well, like it's da- really downplayed how freaking dangerous this this thing has been, and how damaging it's been to wrestlers without without a union and no protection from Very from Vince McMahon, right? And to me, and now I'm, th- I'm thinking I'm just spitballing here. Maybe that's like part of the inherent danger of the lack of wrestling journalism. I, what Ricky just said, like, you know, when the stuff about McMahon is discovered or reported in the New York Times and in the Washington Post, it's real journalists doing that. It's not wrestling journalists. And I was thinking about you know, a writer like Katie Strang, who's done all this work in, in exposing, you know, uh, abuse scandals in, in hockey and, you know, uh, toxic work environment with the Arizona Coyotes and doing real journalism and having advocacy for for players and the people that have been abused. And if you're a journalist and you don't call out 
someone who has had how long has McMahon been running the WWE? Like 40, 50 years. Yeah, like 40, 40 right. something years. Yeah. You know, and because you're so enamored with whether or not CM Punk told William Regal he was a jerk to his face, then what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> then like you're just like, you're just part of the performance. And yeah, I mean, that's true. They are, they are part of the performance because we, I mean, we all read it, right? We all say it's dumb and irresponsible. We like we're all we all read Meltzer and right. Don Rossap and Reddit and whatever. Like we all read it, and we mm -hmm. all like being worked, right? Like if you think yeah. that if if say Punk was like we we're saying, if Punk was the devil, the A in AEW, mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. we were worked to that point, like we would love it. We would think it was great. Like we would be yeah. excited, right? So is it that? wrestling fans want to be worked and want to not want to guess want to not have real journalism because if you had real journalism it would tell you specifically this person's contract lasts for this many years and it ends on this specific date which you rarely get you get sean ross sap going it ends sometime in 2024 which like doesn't <laughs> tell you anything mm -hmm. is it because we want the work and we want the surprise we want like jay white to show up at AEW and be like i didn't even know that he left new japan like do we want that and that's why we don't, I'm saying we as like a wrestling audience, right. not us specifically. Is that why the wrestling audience doesn't push for better journalism because we kind of want to be worked? I mean, I could totally see that. Be, I mean, it when AEW started and them just running the um, media scrums afterwards, like that was like foreign to me, you know, like because WWE didn't do it. And like, that's how real sports work. Like, you know, yeah. after a boxing match or after a pens game or, you know, so when AEW did that, that to me, that was like, oh, they're going to try to like legitimize um, the product by making it more like a real sport with a post pay-per-view media scrum and blah, blah, blah. Now they do that <laughs> with like the, in, well, with the wrestling media, but it's done in the real way. It's not like kayfabe. It's weird, <laughs> but it is kind of kayfabe because, like, well, yeah, those, like those the wrestlers are always odd because you never know. That's true. Or the like wrestlers... they don't. They still act like right. They won a match, right? Like MJF doesn't come out and say like that was a really good performance. We worked on that for six hours before the show, and we surprised that that spot came off well. Like he doesn't say that. They still act like. They that were there was in an actual match. fight like That's they true. had an actual fight which is obviously not what happened so even those which are they're pseudo real <laughs> yeah they're still not real right? right they're still wow this is so intriguing so why i mean that was what i was going to ask earlier is why do we all still i read it like i complain i complain about wrestling media more than most i think but i'm like on reddit 50 times a day wanting to see what's going on like i we all still read it. Why do we still read it if it's so bad? I, I think it's like a bad movie to me. I, I enjoy it. Like the more absurd it is, the happier it makes me. Like whenever you get a headline, like so-and-so may or may not have been here or there or, or <laughs> upside down or inside out. Like, I'm like, that's awesome. That's one sentence just said everything ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited about it. Like it's, it, they're wordsmiths and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. 
and I like it entertains me. So I, I mean, I feel that I can filter out, you know, a majority of it, but I mean, I still like to fall for things too. You know, if, if I get worked or if I, I mean, the, I live on air, I claimed that Johnny Gargano was going to be at the AEW pay-per-view as he was on raw and Rick was watching it. So, I mean, sometimes you just gotta, I mean, I put, I, I put the hammer guaranteed down on that one. So yeah, sometimes you gotta just play along too. <laughs> I mean, I do kind I, of, yeah, like, I do kind of like the work aspect of it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like, I, I think there's like kind of like what we've been saying. Like, there's, there's a, a want to be worked, right? And mm-hmm. there's having watched Raw for the first time uh, in I don't know, 10, 11 years the the other week. Like, there's, there's like maybe like a weird nostalgia factor for like I want to be, I want to get lost up or lost in like the the narrative right and mm-hmm. to have like to have like an additional aspect of you know the myth being thrown over me or whatever um i i it is kind of like a bad movie i the more i think about <laughs> it I, I like that i like that comparison josh i think it, yeah uh, we, and we're the robots in Mystery Science Theater 2000, just like pointing right. out, like, what, what, really? Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, the, back, the backstage now. stuff is more so in wrestling than anywhere else is part of it, right? Like you're, mm-hmm. it, maybe it stems over from like the Monday Night War stuff, but like nothing was more exciting than when like someone switched between shows, oh, yeah. right? Like that was the greatest Amazing. thing that happened Unreal. ever. And like once in a while you'd get, and I mean, now it's taken, it's gone too far to the point where it's annoying. This is my shot at the Young Bucks. Um, but like, it was fun in the nineties when like, you know, Bischoff or, or, or Austin or Vince or something would say something. And you're like, oh, I know what he's talking about. He's talking about this real thing that happened backstage, <laughs> right? right? Like, that's fun. That's cool. Like, I know that thing. And he talked about it. And now I feel like I'm like part of this thing. Right. So we all kind of want that because Mm -hmm. it's fun, but it's also annoying. Like I love reading wrestling media because it's fun and I want to know stuff and I like knowing things and whatever. But in the same sense, every time I read it, I'm like, this is so dumb. (laughs) Why am I paying attention to this? Right. Like it's, and there's a part where that I don't want to know, right? Like the, we talked before the show (laughs) about how Sean Ross Sapp, tweeted that gif of Paige at the time before she debuted in AEW. And I remember being annoyed, being like, oh, I wish I didn't read his Twitter right. feed because that would have been cooler. Mm-hmm. Like to have absolute, I, to like completely forget that she even was a possibility to show up in right. AEW and then have her show up. That would have been really cool. And I was annoyed that that didn't happen. But in the same sense, I still was looking at Sean Rossap's Twitter feed when like, if I really wanted to know nothing, I could just know nothing. Yeah, it, it, that's that's a good point too. Like us as fans, like we're pretty guilty. Like every time WWE lays people off, what's the first thing we do? We count ninety days ahead and figure out who's going to be on the next edition of AEW. Like, right. so yeah, like we we as fans also have to be a little more. I don't want to say careful, but I don't know. 
we we just have to be mindful too because we're just as guilty because i whenever ziggler got uh him and ali when they in that last round of firings like i was literally like oh december 20th oh it's a wednesday that's probably right. when they're gonna which is i know. mean why sometimes when you do get work it's so cool like when even there was some rumors about cm punk going to wwe but like if there were none whatsoever right. if you didn't know he got fired from AEW, right. like say would no say no one knew he just wasn't on AEW, and then sh- that would be incredible if that right. happened right but i mean that never happens well, Rick Rude was on Nitro and Raw on the same night. Yeah, like that that kind of <laughs> that kind of stuff won't happen now because there's always some sort of reporting about like Right. But it would be really cool to like not know that Jay White's contract expired. Oh. If you just had if you just had no idea and right. he showed up in AEW, that'd be super cool. Oh, that would be I'd beat my head off the wall. That'd have been incredible. <laughs> but, like we all we all we all do kind of want that like but if we all want to be worked, why are we reading it? Because uh-huh. the easiest way to be worked is to not read it. Right. Do you think, so here's my my sort of hot take in the time I have left is, okay. is I really do think now as I'm kind of like thinking about the whole conversation, the Monday Night Wars have ruined us. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I think, you know, like the idea of <clears throat> going back to like the cable company, Company or TNT is mad that they didn't get an announcement. Sting is going to arrive, right? Mm-hmm. You can't promote that. Well, that's kind of like something that you're saving, like you're doing a shock return on like a non-pay-per-view, right? Was it was it a dynamite he showed up on? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. But let's just say it was, yeah. right? You know, then that's something straight out of like Nitro versus Raw, yep. right? And and then like it, maybe this has like like because the internet and this desire to we have to know who's going to show up on raw or nitro or what they're referencing it's just cemented uh kind of bad booking and cemented this like need to know that we want to be shocked and we want to be surprised we also want to know how the sausage is made but we don't want to know how the sausage is made too much because that that's we get uncomfortable and and this is like that we're in this vicious cycle and I blame I blame Eric Bischoff. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I never thought about blaming Eric Bischoff, but you're right. I do blame Eric Bischoff. <laughs> it's how we get through life. <laughs> yeah, that's that's you can blame Eric Bischoff for anything. <laughs> Who started World War II? It was Eric Bischoff. He Eric, <laughs> Eric Bischoff. <laughs> so we'll try to end on a hopeful note. Is there fixing it? Is it going to get better? Is it going to get worse? Is it is it going to just disappear? Right, like that would be fine. Um, is there any? Is it all? In my mind, it's only getting worse. It's just going to be more and more. Anyone can start anything because, like, because Meltzer started. Meltzer's not a journalist, as far as I know. I don't know who. I don't know his qualifications, but he just started his own newsletter, you know, forty years ago, and now he's the guy, and. Sean Rossap is just a guy who works for a website. Like Fightful is nothing. It's just a website, right? It just started. It's, mm-hmm. it's not. Right. It's it's nothing. So anyone can start anything. Like I think you mentioned this before. We could be wrestling media. Like I have a journalism degree. I have a website and a podcast. There you go. I'm wrestling right. media, right. but I'm not. Like I'm clearly not. Right. But why aren't I? Really? Like I could be if I wanted to be. So. I think it's only going to get worse because there's only going to be more people who start 
websites and start blogs and you might hear Fightful reported something. And right now you might put more stock into that because Fightful has a reputation. Whereas, you know, bestwrestlingbiz.net has no reputation. <laughs> mm -hmm. But are you going, is there going to be a time when like, oh, was, was, which one was the one that had the reputation? Was it Fightful? Was it Fighting? Was it Fightnet? Like, and then it all just kind of blurs together as anyone mm -hmm. can say anything and everyone believes it. And it just gets worse. Well, I'll I'll play devil's advocate, and I'll I'll say that if if it goes down that path, it will eventually work itself out the way that sports blogging worked itself out. Like at first, it was fringe; it was not accepted by any media. It was just a bunch of kids on the internet, and like now, bloggers work for teams. Uh, teams have their own blogs, so if if it if wrestling media continues down that route, I think it'll be in the long run better, but it's going to have to go through the mud before it gets to the but grass I think on the other part side. Part of the reason rest other media like sports, say sports media, sports blogs, sports, Twitter feeds, whatever got mm -hmm. legitimized was because there was some sort of overarching source, right? Like, Oh, you oh, knew, yeah, I, I like gotcha, there, there gotcha. was an ESPN or a TSN gotcha. or a Sportsnet or whoever who you could count as the real media. And gotcha. then if if, you know, my hockey Twitter feed broke some news and Bob McKenzie at TSN was like, oh, yeah, he did have that information. He was right. That would legitimize me because he's already legitimate. True. But there's no <laughs> there is no legitimate. There's no legitimate <laughs> wrestling source to legitimize anyone. So will it ever be legitimized? Mm -hmm. I, I do. I do see hope. I, there are yeah. writers. The ESPN has had more coverage of of, of wrestling. Um, David Shoemaker is still writing, as far as I know, and like I, I miss reading his his pieces on um, on Grantland. Like, so there there are people I think trying to pull whatever wrestling journalism is out of the muck, right? It's just right now, it's they're hard to access, right? And there might be one or two ESPN reports on wrestling, and, but they they I've read them and they're pretty good. They're journalistic and they they cite their sources. And they're, speaking of which, I don't want to cut you off, but remember a couple of days ago, Sports Illustrated reported that Okada's contract was running out. Yeah, this is great. And then Sean Rossap tweeted. I can confirm that Sports Illustrated was correct. I'm like, no one needed you to confirm that. They're, <laughs> they're Sports Illustrated. Right. You don't need to confirm that. They're they're Sports Illustrated. Yeah, it was already confirmed when they tweeted it out. Right, by the fact that they wrote an article and published it. Like, you don't need to confirm that. That's like I, that's like if Joe Biden gave a speech and I came out and was like, I can confirm that Joe Biden gave a speech. Yeah, we all know that. We saw him do it. Right? Like, it this is absolutely true. I had a, I had a meeting with a student, and the student is doing research on food deserts, and wants to argue that food deserts are bad and, and not having food hurts people. And I was like, you don't need to report that. That's like <laughs> I think people know that's that's the case. Yeah. Um, but what was my point? So Joe Biden, Rick is Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> there's still some. There still are some people doing yeah. news. Yeah, there are, and I. I think, but I think they're getting drowned out, and it's just like it's easier to have forty-five vague tweets about uh, coming up next and fightful select versus here's a five-thousand-word ESPN article about right. 
True. You know, and and I, I think that's I'm hopeful, but also like realistic. And um, I'm not sure. I, I maybe the entire system's gonna completely fall apart at some point. And I, I feel like regular like real media, not wrestling media, is in trouble for that same reason yeah. that it's easier to just, you know, publish whatever or do an opinion piece than it is to do investigative work that's hard and takes mm-hmm. time and money. And I think if real media is going to suffer, wrestling media is always already worse. So if True. actual media is going to get worse, I can wrestling media can only get worse than that, unless yeah. unless there is as as you know, Flasco pointed out that there is a a tripping a tipping point where eventually people are going to be like, no, I don't want random vague stuff from some random Twitter account. I want actual news and that like the market will demand that it's covered properly and and that's like you know you you vote with your wallet so if people stop subscribing they'll have to change their ways so you know hopefully that would work but they could also just go away and start something else i don't know <laughs> it's it's such in like anything when it comes to pro wrestling you can literally say anything and it's possible. It's it's the weirdest industry. Is it because wrestling's so weird? Like the fact that Cody and Jade and CM Punk are all in WWE and Adam Copeland Edge is in AEW. Like the fact that that happened. Yeah. Is, is because that you would never expect, never expected years ago. Yeah. Because it's, it's so weird and anything can happen. Is, it, is that why wrestling media is just like, fall, it's just following that weirdness where like that doesn't happen in anything else. Yeah. And then, and then wrestling buys into that. Like, and again, why wouldn't you like, yes, if anything can happen here, or if, you know, if we're just carnies that are working everybody, okay. Be a rube. Like, right. It, it you know, so it's their fault too. <laughs> it, interesting conversation tonight. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Fun. Uh, yeah. So just just because we didn't um, take enough shots at them yet, that source saying that the wrestlers backstage are mad at the VP being fired, or that's the Young Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be. Yeah. Because uh, who else would care? See, I, if anybody, I would say it would, if anybody, I would say it would be Jarrett. Because the Bucks don't know anything about TV. That's just me. They were but, I mean, but Japan if wrestlers. A, if he's a VP and they're VPs, they would probably associate with him more than any other ah, well, that's true too. wrestler would. Huh. But Jared, yeah, Jared's a possibility. I, I see. That's I would have guessed it would have been more production people, not a wrestler. Because a wrestler doesn't give... Yeah, they don't lot. care. But like, right. if, if, the, if the report is people backstage are upset, that came from someone who either is backstage or knows people backstage. Oh, you're saying that the Bucks said that people are upset. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying that the Bucks were upset that he was fired. Oh, no, I'm okay. saying the Bucks are the ones who talked to oh, about it. Oh, 1000% it's them. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, of course they're going to do that. I, I would do that. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you, if you could literally just send a text message to somebody and make the internet explode 10 seconds later, why you, you, who wouldn't do that? I honestly think like <laughs> the Bucks could tell Meltzer anything, and he oh, would yeah. support it. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's like, why wouldn't you? Like just to see the world burn, it'd be great. 
like, hey, say this. Okay. And then he tweets out that, you know, AEW changes their name to the world's greatest wrestling federation. <laughs> and you're <Right>. like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I said at all. That's not what I tweeted. <laughs> yeah. No, he, would, he would never say AEW is changing its name. He would say sources backstage are t- telling True. me that there's a possibility that <laughs> AEW may be looking may into or the may prospect not. of ch- may or may not changing its name. <laughs> Plans may change. Sources confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, then Sean Ross would say, my sources confirmed the same thing. <laughs> oh, wrestling journalism. Good time. It's, uh, it's Good a time. thing. That's, a, that's about all it is, but yeah, <laughs> it's a thing. Well, on that note, does anybody have any final thoughts? Well, we've all been banned by Sean Ross Stapp, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I look forward to being banned by, by Meltzer at some point, if he's ever on Blue Sky. I don't know, so we'll see. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Rick, you have anything? No, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I like okay. this. This is fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a little different, uh, a lot of fun, it, just to have a general open conversation on one topic. It was, it was a lot of fun. What, what do you think, Biddy? Sick. <laughs> Biddy's, Biddy's, Biddy's okay, by the way, everyone. We, okay. I, know she's, I know she hasn't been on, but she's fine. Um, people, people reached out asking about her cat. Her cat is doing better. So yes, her cat is doing better. She, she sends her thank yous for requests. She was here for like twenty three seconds tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she's still logged on she just the past hour and it hasn't said anything that's there all you it, it was a very very short time in the royal rumble and uh unfortunately yes <laughs> uh anyways like that, share subscribe yes. follow tweet yeah. or x or i don't know yeah and, and we'll, it, we're, we're wrestling media so you should just verify mm-hmm. that we're, right. we're doing a great job and hey, I, I mentioned I mentioned wrestling in my book. So hey, I'm uh, nice. You're a published author, so that's even I'm a better. Published author, baby. Woo! There you go. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, we're very legitimate. That is true. I mean, uh, we're we're, equ- we're equally legitimate. Equally legitimate. I'll I mean, literally, that. we are. We're equally legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> Can, we Can we print T-shirts? Just say equally legitimate i like that. <laughs> that's sick yeah that'd be great i want those that's a sick that's a sick band name too you go you from what i've learned is you start as a t-shirt producer co- producing company then you become a wrestling company i figure that works so we, ah. we can try it mm-hmm. i would be sick <laughs> i'd grow a mustache like mcmahon that'd give me a reason to have a mustache it's <laughs> <That's> awesome <laughs> That is great. that's the greatest mustache in the history of <laughs> I mean that thing's awesome. What is he thinking? Like honestly. He's a supervillain. He is I mean, he looks like a supervillain. Yeah. I mean he's, that's he's, what he is. I guess he's just leaning in. He's just leaning into the supervillain. <laughs> what are you when the gimmick works, you gotta stick with it. You know? It's true. Right. Live it live right. the gimmick. Live the gimmick. There you go. Anyways, on that note, we will see you next week. Bye bye. <laughs>